Hey guys, I'm Rick. And I'm Dean. And welcome back to Rated. This is our reality show region episode of our March Madness style bracket to find out the best shows and the best show of the past decade. We're joined today by Zach of the Winning Ticket Podcast fame. Zach, how's it going? Yo, it's going great, guys. I'm very happy to be uh, interacting with other human beings during this uh, <laughs> these unprecedented times. Yes, absolutely. And, um, you know, another another winning ticket guest um, that we had on last episode um, was John, of course, in the cartoons region. He is a huge um, animation fan. If you haven't gotten a chance to listen to those, you're definitely going to want to go, gonna go back and listen to that. We have, I think the right winner um, is leaving that bracket. And um, I'm really excited to get through it today. Now, Zach, would you like to explain your reality show fandom? Because I know that you are a big reality show fan. So... I will, I will say, pre-2014, I only watched select reality shows. When mm-hmm. you get into a relationship and then get engaged <laughs> and then get married, uh, you, you wind up watching a lot of reality TV show that you didn't intend on watching. Uh, some, some honorable mentions that are, uh, are not going to be included on this bracket, uh, Below Deck. I know Rick also mm. loves some Below Deck. <laughs> below uh, Deck. Uh, it's a show I would have never, ever known existed if it wasn't for my wife. Shout mm. out, Sam, who's working <laughs> next to me right now. Love you. Um, I've, you know, uh, there's been a couple of shows that she's actually got me hooked on, and I'm not mm. going to really say any more because a couple of them are on this uh, on this bracket that I definitely have <laughs> now have more than a guilty pleasure. I think I am a fan favorite among other wives and girlfriends because I can talk shop them for their terrible reality TV because I watch those shows mm-hmm. now. Nice. Uh, Rick, I don't know about you, but um, you know, I'm not, re- I wouldn't consider myself a reality TV show fan. Although I would say they're more of like some guilty indulgences um, mainly. Um, and of course we don't have these on the bracket. I just wanted to mention live PD. That's one Zach that you had mentioned when you get in a relationship, you watch shows that maybe you wouldn't have picked. Um, live PD is really cool. That's um, a favorite show of my girlfriend, Lexi. And we watch it a lot. It's literally Red Zone and Cops like mixed together. It's actually very cool. That sounds fantastic, actually. Yeah, it is good. The only problem is that since it's not edited, um, there could be some like really boring things. Like, all right, let's check in with this guy in in Oklahoma, and he's just like, "So where are you going?" And like, there's no like excitement like Cops. So um, that's definitely one that that is not on our list. And then of course, um, do game show game shows and uh, Food Network reality shows didn't make the oh, list at all. But dude, I'm, a, I'm a big Chef. Food Network fan. I'm me and Sam mm-hmm. are very, very big Bobby Flay fans. So uh yes. beat Bobby Flay. Fun fact, my wife actually over the summer got to be a uh guest on Beat Bobby Flay, went to the studio, watched two episodes be recorded, and actually got to meet Bobby Flay. That's awesome. I- I'm sure yeah. he is a sweetheart in real life. <laughs> he is apparently takes it very seriously and uh um, oh, yeah. just to let everybody know, uh based on Samantha's feedback, everything is one hundred percent real. Wow. There is no faking. Basically what happens is they go in, uh, they have like, so the person who's facing Bobby Flay gets to bring like all of their own ingredients. Like, cause like if mm-hmm. they win, like they know the dish that they're challenging him to. So they get to like import all their shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Bobby Flay gets a, uh, literally like gets like 20 minutes to pick out all of his shit. It has like people wow. literally go to grocery markets around New York city and pick it up for him. Mm-hmm. And they start in an hour's time. So it's all real, which I never knew. I figured it'd be wow. staged. That's really awesome. And of course, that's um, pretty rare these days. I know that we have some on the list that are kind of borderline, um, you know, kind of more so scripted reality. I know that we have, you know, a certain uh, family of 
people that are very um, famous as one of our higher seeds. Um, also, I just wanted to mention it's not on the list, but the the beginnings of reality TV show, some of the shows that I love, only if you like take off on like a Wednesday or something. And that, of course, is Jerry Springer, Steve Wilkos, yes, um, yes, Doctor Phil, like Judge Brown. We didn't go through any oh. of those trash shows, but Zach, um, when you were saying that Sam went to beat Bobby Flay, I actually got tickets to um, a Jerry Springer taping, but I just couldn't make it up to Stanford. Or and by I couldn't make it, I mean I didn't want to. <laughs> Stanford, Connecticut, not a lot to write home about. So, um, all right, guys, I think we're going we're gonna to run through this. Um, if you guys didn't listen to last episode, you're definitely going to want to go back and listen because uh, me, Rick, and John kind of really knocked it out of the park when we went through um, all the different matchups. So, Zach, um, and to the audience as well, we're going to go – I'm going to read you off the matchups. Um, we're just going to pick – we're going to kind of explain both shows in this round, and then we're going to – um, each cast a vote on which one that we think should be uh, going on to the next round. Of course, we're going to be mentioning um, what we personally like. Of course, me and Rick are the hosts of the show. So what we like matters and uh, same with our guests. Then we're also going to have to factor in just between the years of 2010 and 2020. And of course, the overall impact on culture and how um, the public kind of perceives it. We, we like to throw that into our ratings as well. So first, we as a number one seed, very strong, we have America's Got Talent. Number two seed, we have The Voice. Number three seed, The Bachelor. Four, Survivor. Five, Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Six, Dancing with the Stars. Seven, American Ninja Warrior. Eight, Catfish. Nine, Shark Tank. Ten, Jersey Shore. Eleven, Real Housewives. Twelve, Masked Singer. Thirteen, 90 Day Fiance. Fourteen, My 600 Pound Life. 15 Amazing Race, and 16 Duck Dynasty. Really quickly, uh, Rick or Zach, um, does anyone have any strong opinions of the seating, or did anything jump out to you? Uh, nope. Nothing really jumps out to me about um, maybe a seed being too high or too low. I think it all is, is properly seated. It's pretty fair. It's tough to argue with the seating. But what really stands out to me is how tough these decisions are going to be. I think this bracket is going to be a lot harder to decide than it was for the cartoons. Right. I think going into the cartoons, we had a pretty good idea um, mm -hmm. who was going to win each matchup. And we had a pretty good idea who would either um, be at the end or, or win. This, I really think that a lot of these are just coin flips. And it's going to be really interesting to see how they go because uh, – I, a lot of these shows I really like. Uh, there's some that I actually really hate, but I know, you know, reality TV can be very polarizing. So there are going to be shows that I like that you guys don't and vice versa. So I'm, I'm really excited to get into it. Yeah, Rick, you absolutely nailed it. I mean, looking at the list, there are a couple of shows that I hate and would not watch, but at the same time, I mean, I think I'm going to be voting more with an eye of public perception and impact that it really has on um, America. So without, with that being said, let's get into our first matchup. Rick, as you had said, only one number 16 seed has ever won. And um, I wonder if that will happen again. Number 16, Duck Dynasty versus number one, America's Got Talent. Now, Rick, um, I know that you're a big America's Got Talent fan. I, I'm a hit or miss. I mean, I've seen YouTube clips that I, that I liked of some you know, performances that were really cool. Um, I will say Duck Dynasty, I just do not like. I thought it was very... Um, cliche. They were almost caricatures of people that live in the country. Rick, you live down south. Um, wh what do you think about this one? 
Uh, I'm not a big Duck Dynasty guy either, honestly. Um, I'm kind of with you in the whole caricature thing. Uh, we've kind of talked uh, before the recording about how a lot of like reality TV is kind of scripted and not really reality. And I think Duck Dynasty is kind of one of those shows. And there's nothing wrong with that because that's kind of what reality TV is. Um, but it's still going to be only one time has the 16 beta one because AGT, I'm not going to get into it because it's going to move on and it's going to be, you know, probably go pretty far in this bracket. But I think uh, it kind of speaks for itself. Um, the hosts are, are big. The, the acts are big. Um, it's one of the most watched shows. The uh, impact it has both at your home and, uh, and culturally, you know, acts blow up on YouTube all the time. The winner has its own show in Vegas. So, uh, there's a lot that really goes along with AGT. Amen. Zach, uh, what, what do you think about this one? I'm, I'm hearing one vote for um, America's Got Talent. Um, I would probably lean America's Got Talent. Actually, uh, I would be pushed into voting, but I, I want to hear your thoughts on this. I know that you like Duck Dynasty, correct? I don't like Duck Dynasty. I love Duck Dynasty. <laughs> Uh-oh. And with that being said, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this forward that it doesn't deserve to be up, upset. The one seed America's got talent is basically like a American phenomenon. People love that show. I know my parents love America's got talent. Um, and we love your parents. So. And amen. My, yes. Amen. Um, but <laughs> duck dynasty to me was like super entertaining. It was super wholesome. Like I love the whole like backwoods, Louisiana bullshit. And like all of the, <laughs> Like all the stupid like fake dilemmas that like the family would get into, and it was like uh -huh. I, don't know. Mm -hmm. I just found it super entertaining. Like I loved Uncle Cy. Oh yeah, and always have a sweet tea. Like I, it, to me, it was like mm -hmm. just super entertaining. Uh, I watched literally every season. It was one of <laughs> my wife's favorite shows, and like literally, I couldn't tell you how many hours worth of that show I watched. But we don't need to elaborate. Let's be real here. America's Got Talent has got this one in the bag, and I don't even think it's close. Amen. So we have a, a pretty quick, clean sweep of America's Got Talent. Um, the number one seed is moving on. So guys, um, a pretty interesting one here. And these are two shows that are pretty much beloved to me. And that, of course, is the 8-9 matchup. And that is Catfish versus Shark Tank. Um, I'll reserve my comments for the end because I'm a huge fan of both shows. Um, does anyone want to take this uh, right now? And, you know, wh who, who likes what? What's going on? I'll I'll tackle this one first. Uh, I'll start off. Oh, no! Okay. Go for it, Zach. You're the guest here. No, 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 no. You, man. You take Love it. it. <laughs> Please. <laughs> All right. Well, I will accept your deal, Rick. Um, I love both of these shows. I love. I really do. Shark Tank and the other show I have watched a countless amount of hours of. It's a great mindless watch. Perfect when you're doing absolutely nothing and you like just need a mindless TV show to watch. And you're like. Huh, huh. Fun fact, Shark Tank. Mm -hmm. Literally, since I've moved out and been, you know, living on my own for the last two years, Scrub Daddy. Best thing I ever found on Shark yeah. Tank. It is absolutely incredible. It has changed my life and the way of doing dishes forever. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to plug in a non, like, uh, I'm not getting paid <laughs> to say this. Like, if you don't have a dishwasher, go and buy a Scrub Daddy right now. It is the most convenient, easiest way to wash your dishes. The sponge is incredible. I saw it on Shark Tank on a rerun. Mm. I bought it. Never looking back. <laughs> Catfish. Also, incredibly entertaining. Some episodes would literally leave you in awe. My quarrel is with reality TV. Mm -hmm. 
most of the time with reality TV, it's a mindless watch, right? You want to be able to watch it, kind of just observe what's going on, not think mm -hmm. too hard about it. Catfish is one of those shows that you have to stay glued to the TV yeah. to kind of figure out what's going on, pay attention to some of the hints and all that bullshit. So for <laughs> that reason, mm. I enjoy Shark Tank because when it comes to reality TV, I like mindless television. Shark Tank, one, has affected me and my actual real life because I bought products mm. because of the show. Uh, Catfish to me, it takes too much effort. You have to pay attention. A lot of reality TV sheets, TV, you don't have to pay attention, and that's what I'm looking for. So I'm giving the upper hand to Shark Tank. Huh. All right. So we have one for Shark Tank. And Rick, I know that you were chomping out the bit to get on, but I think I just made up my mind. Um, I'm actually going to cast the ballot for Catfish. So Rick, you will be playing the swing for uh, this one. Uh, the reason why I'm going for Catfish is, you know, my TV watching, um, like Zach was saying, is usually mindless. But when I am in the mood to watch a show and actually dedicate some some time and energy towards. I actually have been known to watch Catfish on demand a couple times. Um, you know, I, I just really like the show. I, I like to see what kind of wacky antics it will go through. I remember one time I was supposed to go out to a bar and restaurant with my friends. And I believe I texted everyone two hours later and was like, sorry, got hooked on Catfish. And now I believe in ghosts. I don't know if you guys saw that one, but this lady said that she was getting catfished by her dead mother which was uh, pretty interesting. Some of the, some of the, it, it's, it's kind of like a, a bad tabloid. Like there's like a weird headline mm -hmm. and it just sucks you into it. Um, and also my defense of catfish as well will say that that word, that verb is literally in the, in the American zeitgeist now that people use the word catfish and they no longer are talking about, you know, the, the fish. They are talking about the act of, tricking someone into falling in love with them and i think for that reason i'm gonna go with with catfish i mean no disrespect to shark tank i do like that show a lot watch it um pretty frequently but i'm, I'm gonna vote for catfish i just think it's an all-around better show rick uh swing vote what, what do you think of these two all right man uh i'm i'm a big fan of both of these okay um but i'm a really big fan one of these in particular okay there's mm -hmm. one of them that i watch myself on demand pretty often and that is shark tank i'm a big shark tank fan i remember i would actually go over to the nasiolo house and we would watch shark tank on demand a couple times there as well yes. it is awesome see one of the things that i like about it too i think it's it's like zach said it can be kind of mindless and it's entertaining i think it's so fun to see um, the ideas and inventions that people come up with. I think what's good about it too is some of them are truly great. Like Zach said, he has a, the, the scrub daddy in his own home. Like the TV show has made its way into his home. We have a friend, and I'm not going to name any names. I don't want to embarrass him. I don't think it's embarrassing though, but he has a squatty potty that was on Shark Tank. Mm -hmm. So I think it was on Shark Tank, right? It was on Squat. Yes, it was. Yeah, well, we have a friend who has a squatty potty. Anyway, so we, we there are several inventions that have made their way into the home i think it's also fun too when an invention sucks right like it's almost mm -hmm. like you know early american idol days when I, like, right. someone thinks they have, they have a great voice and they suck and you laugh at them like william hung right <laughs> and um yes yeah, so people are like what the fuck is wrong with this person like like yeah i want like a million dollars for 10 of my company and they're like and for that reason i love it i think it's so cool i like um I just love how different it is every time. I think Catfish is great, right? Like we all want to see like who it is, the the real person, you know, um, behind the actual Catfish persona. Um, but I guess it 
can be kind of the same every episode, maybe. I don't know. Mm. Um, I, I don't agree with that point. But, um, I, I mean, not every time. Listen, guys, but this is like, I, I think, is the uh, case. I just think Shark Tank is, is it. This is mm. the case of like, uh, like if like your beloved underdog, like Rutgers, is the <laughs> is is the underdog going up against like the Michigan, and unfortunately, as much as everybody loves Rutgers, Michigan's still gonna win. That's <laughs> right. just how the, that's just the, the matchups. It's a bad matchup. Yeah, yes, no. my vote for Shark Tank. No, I agree. And um, yeah, honestly, if if anything, I would dock Shark Tank a little bit because there it could be a little bit repetitive. But you know what? Hey, they're they're living to fight another day and that will be a nice second round matchup against America's Got Talent. But guys, we are still in the first round. We're going to go with Keeping Up with the Kardashians versus Mass Singer. Now, I will take this one um really quick. Although Keeping Up with the Kardashians says um like I just said about Catfish, it is very popular, it's very current. Um everyone seemingly cares what the Kardashians do and there have been a ton of twists and turns um from back when uh Kylie and Kendall were like teenagers we like they've literally grown up on this show um i actually i'm gonna go with mass singer mainly because it's so new and so polarizing i think i actually texted everyone after the super bowl and was like hey i watched mass singer for like five minutes and now i'm not turning it off for the next like three hours um i believe little wayne was the robot and i was completely hooked because like there were it sounded like so familiar that I was like, I know that voice. And I just was sitting there with the friggin' TV on, like trying to think about it. It's, it's so good in a bad way. It's like, shit, I want to turn this off. I want to go about my life, but I need to know who the fuck it is. So for that reason, I'm going to go with mass singer because it is truly an engaging, um, addicting TV watching thing. All right. I'll take this over. Mass singer first season. Watch a couple of episodes and once i saw everybody perform once i was like okay there's no reason to watch the show going forward i will go on twitter at 10 o'clock on every wednesday night and just look up who the hell the the mass singer is like That's i don't care point. about the performances like all i cared about was who was the actual mass singer let me say i like i actually really don't like keeping up with the kardashians but it is quite li- like they have created a like a shit, an empire for themselves based off their show. I'll never forget when I was in college, I had a girl at Middlesex County College who literally did an entire presentation about how she models her life off of the Kardashians, specifically Kim Kardashian. Ugh. And she went to California just to shop at their store and all this shit. Like the effect that the Kardashians have on like America alone and the just, I, I hate to, I hate them all, but especially the mom is a genius like mm. she markets her family and whores them out so well and the reality tv show does such a good job of captivating america i would argue that like it is it could very well have been like a it could have been a one seed in my opinion just as mm. far as like the cultural like effect of the kardashians and for that reason the mass singer to me is too new just came out last year it's entertaining but the effect of the last 10 years that the Kardashians have had on America. To me, it is an easy victory for keeping up the Kardashians. Rick, go ahead and be the tiebreaker. Just, just really well, quick, let me let me respond to that really quick. Um, Zach, those are all fair points, but at the same time, let, I, I want to separate out the show from the actual people because I would say that the Kardashians are a lot more than just the show. Yes, they had that as the launching point, but I think that um, over the last 10 years, I would almost argue that they've kind of taken less away from the show and more so onto Twitter and their own personal 
endeavors as well. I mean, I, I'm, I'm totally fine with whoever wins this one. Um, and, you know, my only response to you saying that you would turn it off and then look on Twitter to see who won, that is still taking up space inside of your head. You, were, you still cared who it was. So I just wanted to, to bring that up before Rick casts his vote. Okay, so I'm really glad that both of you spoke before I did because I really wasn't sure which way I was going to go on this. <laughs> and uh, hearing both of you has helped me out a little bit. And I have my answer, and I'm, I'm honestly, I'm not even really that happy about it. But I'm going to go with keeping up with the Kardashians, okay? And I'm with Zach. I, I don't really like the show. Um, I, Dean, I, if this makes you feel better, it's, I'm not really crazy about any reality show that's just filming people watch, watch them live their lives. Right. Um, so it's, in that sense, and I know I'm voting for it, it's kind of shitty. <laughs> um, <laughs> but at the same time, like, Zach is right. Like, the show kind of, like, built, like, America's most famous family. Mm-hmm. And um, I also think we didn't mention Bruce. Bruce was a huge part of the show, and uh, like that's 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 actually legitimately entertaining, and I think we all can agree on that. So, yeah. no argument. Or Caitlin, whatever you want to call him or her. So, um, <laughs> Mass Singer, I, I I'm I'm I think Mass Singer is really fun. Actually, I mm-hmm. I love the idea of like progressively each week getting more clues, trying to figure out who the who the singer is. Um, Zach is kind of right. Like you can just watch them once and then go on Twitter. Although I think the fun of the show is watching each performance and going along with thought of who each singer changes each week. Um, so I'm, I'm someone who also like really like either would have been fine with me, but I think because of the longevity in comparison to mass singer and the impact, uh, I'll, I'm going to cast my vote reluctantly for keeping up with the Kardashians. So one thing before we move on, happy, uh, happy, that they uh, they moved on, but Rick, you literally said, like you you don't like watching people live their lives. Like I just want to like remind you guys both, that was the essence of reality TV show. Like the real world started it, where it's like hmm. the essence of reality TV is you're watching people live their lives, and that's what's so weird and like kind of great. About I don't it. like the real world. <laughs> well, scary, well, yes. Yes and no to that, um, because, you know, as our list has, there are a lot of different ways. Like, Zach, I agree with you. That was the foundation of, like, the format. But there are certain aspects. Almost some of them become, like, almost game show-esque, which actually leads us into our next matchup very well. Yes. Um, and that would be our number four yeah. seed, Survivor, versus our number 13 seed, 90 Day Fiance. Um Guys, I was in a room with you guys having a 90-day fiancé party one time. Um, That's just what I'm going to say. Rick, I know you're a big Survivor fan, so take it away. Can I I take this first, actually? Because I I feel like I could be wrong that both of you guys might be on the fence with this. I know you guys are 90-day fiancé fans, okay? And I am, Mm -hmm. too, okay? Um, But did either of you watch the latest season of 90-day fiancé? Yes, actually. And that would be um, one of the feedback I would have because I think that we just found a magical season that we, we happen to like. Okay, so you watched the one uh, with um, – I'm not talking about, like, the girl, no, the girl I, who goes not, – not with uh, 
Asuelu. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so let me clarify. Let me clarify. We really liked – I get what you're getting at. The newest season sucked. I didn't like any of the people. I think that the one that we watched, we liked all of the people. That's what I'm saying. Yes. Okay. But you did you watch the latest one you said? I did. I've seen episodes and okay. I did not like well, it. Okay. <laughs> well, so Zach, did you watch the latest season? Like the current season going on now? I, it actually just ended. So I've watched – I would say like I, 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 at least 50% of it, yes. Okay. So this is Survivor versus 90 Day Fiance. Okay. Survivor has been on since I think like 2000 and yeah. it's still going strong. The fan base, whether you liked it or not, is massive. Um, Dean, you actually recently texted me about making a bet on the latest season of Survivor because the season of Survivor is really interesting. It's um, like 20 or 30 contestants who are all previous winners of the show. So it's a champion's wow. version of survivor so that's, awesome. that's how long it's been going on they kind of have like i guess the quote unquote the ghosts of the of the show on <laughs> um you know they have the live series finale with a, a packed house every season um mm-hmm. they do manage to change it add rules to freshmen and spicing it up a little bit each season night day fiance i fell in love with the i'm just going to call it the Asuelu season the one that we were <laughs> previously talking about like we yeah. loved it right we loved all the characters and we watched now watch this latest season and I don't think any of us watch it together. And the mm-hmm. contrast between the previous season and this season. And I think I talked about this with you, Dean, like 90 day fiance isn't really that good of a show when you watch it alone. Not like, at all. It's so much better when you watch it with friends, right? Like you're joking right. around the people, like you, you have fun, you, you, you talk about what's going to happen or like the shopping moments and stuff like watching it. I, I sat there watching it alone. I watched every episode and I was like pretty freaking bored. Yeah. So, and I hate to say because I really love that previous season, um, but I'm giving a strong vote for Survivor. I think the the history, the fact that it really hasn't even slowed down, uh, says a lot. But 90 Day Fiance, I think, almost is it almost a show that has to be watched with friends. Right, and I, I think I, I get what you're what you're saying that it is very hit or miss. Um, that some seasons could be a lot better than the other than the other ones. Um, I I'm okay with um your vote for Survivor. Of course, I used to watch it actually when I was really young and I just kind of assumed that it started to end and um, lo and behold, it's still on and still running. Um, Probably now, what, 20 years? Maybe even more. Yeah, at least. So yeah, Survivor, I always liked the concept. I probably have watched um, 10 seasons. And Rick, um, this is going way, way back, but did you happen to have the Survivor video game? I did not have the Survivor video game, but I did Uh have a Survivor board game. Okay, Survivor video game existed. Yes, I I believe it was on like Windows ME, and I remember like you used to have to like it was all text based, and you had to like make alliances and stuff. So like um, me and my family were into Survivor, but I just haven't kept up with it. So Zach, um, I think that the public is clamoring to know what you think of these two. We know that you're a big fan of 90 Day Fiance, um, that same season that Rick was talking about. Uh, Do you have any experience with Survivor? I do, and I'm going to tell you right now. your father-in-law loves it. My father-in-law is the biggest Survivor fan. I've I mean, ever he's been basically to. Jeff Probst, honestly. A matter of fact, <laughs> he sent me. Uh, he sent our family group chat a picture of him in the grocery store using a Survivor bandana as a mask. Uh, <laughs> literally, a buff, thank you. It's a Survivor buff. It's a buff, yes. That's right. <laughs> he, does, he does correct me when I say that. Um, does he really? Yes, he does. It's a buff. It's a buff. Yeah. With that being said. He's the only Survivor fan that I know. 
Okay. Um, my, my wife is shaking her head. <laughs> so you don't know Rick? <laughs> uh, I guess not. So in my, you don't know me. <laughs> in my opinion, right, I was hooked to a survivor in like the 2000s, early 2000s. Mm-hmm. When what's his face? Rupert with the beard, Juan, Boston Rob, yeah. like all those guys. Like when it was like. Dude, Boston or, Rob is in this current season. Is he really? Insane. It's been like 20 years. Wow. He's, He's a premier like champion. 50. He's on the champion season. Yeah. I forgot Dude, he won they that call year. him the Godfather. <laughs> I, I love that personally. Um, but to me, I think Survivor is past its prime. Mm. I think in the last decade, I mean, 90 Day Fiance has been running, believe it or not, since I believe 2016. So it's wow. been like a solid four years of 90 Day Fiance. Let me tell you something. 90 Day Fiance to me was groundbreaking. I think it's a fantastic idea. Um, because we're talking about the last decade, there's no way Survivor ratings, right, are the same now as they were 10 years ago or 20 years ago. I, tr- I mean, that that is probably true, but they're probably like, better than 90 Day Fiance. That is awesome. You would true. be surprised. I honestly, no, the whole thing is like, I know Survivor, you I, are they on a major network? Correct. CBS. Yes. CBS. So by default, they're going to have better ratings because, right, it's being broadcasted to a larger audience. That being said, Survivor is not a new concept. It's been around for legitimately 20 years. It first aired in 2000. So for that reason, I'm going with the innovation factor. It's something new, 90 Day Fiance. It's, it's honestly something you'd only be able to document in the last 10 years. And I just think the, the genius of it and, like, to see these – real life relationship train wrecks it's fucking hysterical <laughs> it's sad it's amazing shit the three of us we have a friend who's like legitimately going through a real life 90 day fiance like scenario which makes it all <laughs> more real because like we know how like real it is right so because of that based off of like, like if this was the best of 2000 to 2010 i think survivor might win the entire bracket right True. I think it's just it's a little too outdated. There's nothing new about it. I I like the the creativity of 90 Day Fiance, mm. and that's why it's getting my vote. So we have one vote for Survivor and one vote for 90 Day Fiance. Honestly, um, you know, I, I think I've kind of documented what I think of of uh, these two shows. Uh, Zach, you know, I really did like what you said. You came in strong at the end, but I, I think unfortunately I'm still going to give the nod to Survivor. I think that. Uh, I'm going to give them a little bit of props. Let's of where, go. I'm going to give them a little bit of props of, of where they were. I mean, they kind of started the whole, you know, the trend of voting off people. Um, I know that's a common trope used in certain uh, reality game shows as well. Um, now, I think Big Brother is kind of like Survivor just not leaving the house, though. Um, I know Real World, I believe you could vote people off as well. Um, so different or maybe not vote them off, but uh, you could get someone kicked off. So um, I like what Survivor has kind of laid the foundation for reality TV shows. Um, and also, Zach, to, to your point, you know, they haven't been as big in the last 10 years, but it still has a strong enough following that DraftKings is posting a pool about, um, you know, things having to do with Survivor. And, um, Wrong like, podcast, Dean. No, no, but I'm just saying, I think that in and in I gotta of get itself, in. I got to get in on that, though. <laughs> I think that in and of itself is um, enough mm-hmm. to say that it is still relevant um, in, you know, the culture of America right now. So while I don't think Survivor will win this region, I I, am Mm going to put it through mainly because I think that, um, you know, 90, 90 day fiance is hit or miss. Uh, This latest season was kind of shit and I'm sure. Dude, uh, 
Survivor's kind of like Tom Brady, not as good as he used to be. <laughs> it's still pretty damn good. Still pretty damn good. Amen. All right, years guys. later, yeah. It's, Survivor's the Tom Brady of reality TV. I love it. All right, so we have our 6-11 matchup. That would be Dancing with the Stars versus the 11 seed Real Housewives. Uh, Zach, I know that you have a strong feeling about one of these shows. Uh, hit, hit me with it. Real Housewives of New Jersey specifically, and in my opinion, it's literally not even close. They landslide. We're talking about this 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 lower seed is a wrecking. This is like a – who is the 16 seed who upseat the one last year? Was it UN? Yep, UNBC, University UNBC, of Maryland, Baltimore. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, they they're they're running the train on Dancing <laughs> wow. with the Stars. Wow, Real Housewives of New Jersey is a fantastic, and it set the groundwork for all the other spinoffs. There must be at least mm. seven or eight spinoffs of Real Housewives now. They Good have call. Atlanta, Beverly Hills, New York. There's yep. Real Housewives like a Potomac, which is like Virginia. Like there's crazy <laughs> amounts of spinoffs. Yo, I watch Real Housewives every episode. And it's fantastic. The drama is juicy. You had Teresa Gudais have her husband mm. extradited to fucking Italy. That like, was a great episode. All these crazy <laughs> things happen. Mm-hmm. Like, and it happens in our backyard, which makes me a little bit more biased. But to yeah. me, Dancing with the Stars, you want to talk about stale? It, it literally depends on the cast. Like, if they don't have that, like, grade A name, who's going to watch? I know one person who watches Dancing with the Stars, and it is my 60-year-old aunt. I love her to death. Love you, Angenda. But, oh, yes. <laughs> dude, Dancing with the Stars is boring. Like, if you are not interested in dancing, period, or right. celebrities, why watch? There's so many other better shows to invest your time in, especially, like, if we're going on, like, the same scale of, like, Dancing with the Stars. To me, that's, like, a mass Singer type show or American Idol. Like, mm-hmm. go watch one of those shows. Like, Dancing with the Stars is awful. Like, yeah. Have- it's a singular focus. Like if you like dancing and you're into celebrities, that's why you'd watch it. It's yeah. not a, in my opinion, like a good reality TV show, Real Housewives by a landslide. Yeah. Zach kind of really, um, you, you really took me there. You, you took me to prom and you were a gentleman. So now I'm taking you upstairs. Um, I'm also going to double <laughs> down and I'm going to uh, vote for Real Housewives. I think Teresa uh, Gudice or whatever, I think that she is a literal celebrity and <laughs> The, the show was produced by her. I mean, the show, um, like you had said, produced a bunch of spinoffs. It aired in 2009, so this is right in our wheelhouse of what's going on. Dancing with the Stars, I agree with you. It's extremely repetitive. Um, also, I have a real gripe when they have actual people who are professional, maybe not professional dancers, but like Nick Lachey, like he was in a fucking didn't, boy band. He knows how to dance. Sean Johnson, the Olympic gymnast, on yeah, a gymnast. Yeah. One of like, her events is like fair? floor dancing. Like, yeah, I, I always found such a problem with that. And then, of course, dancing with the stars. I'm doing air quotes. Some of these stars are like way out there. Like uh, <laughs> Master P. Like, really? I need him <laughs> dancing in 2016. Like, get the hell out of here. Uh, dancing with the stars. I think like the first couple seasons, I had some good charm because you're like, oh wow, I wonder who's going to be on it. But then now it's just completely stale. There's really no dancing with the B-list celebrities. That's really what it is now. And um, there's only so much I could listen to. Like that one um, British guy talk about foxtrots. Like I want, I don't, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I, I don't really give a shit about yeah. like their technical aspects. Like, and for that reason, I, I think I, I am eager to vote this one out. Well, I'm not really passionate about either of these shows. I, I didn't really have much of an opinion going in, but seeing the passion on both of your faces, is, especially <laughs> Zach, who, who is just 
really talking up Real Housewives. Uh, yeah, I'll just cast my vote. We'll make it a sweep and we'll move. Awesome. So we have uh, our, I think we have our second sweep of the first round. Um, guys, we have another match. upset. It is. It is an upset sweep. Maybe. Um, yeah. Yeah. Maybe Real Housewives. I mean, they had they had rough conference play. Down goes Frazier. <laughs> they had they had a rough bid, and now they are really showing people that they should have been ranked higher. But guys, um, two shows that I one is really one of the most watched shows in my life, and I have no idea why. I don't get really any joy out of it. I just have it on as background noise. I always have it on. People that watch me watching it, they dog me for like, why do you always turn this on? This is gross. And that would be the 14 seed, my 600 pound life, versus the number three seed, the Bachelor slash Bachelorette. Um, guys, my 600 pound life. I'm not officially casting a vote yet, but I have watched almost every episode. I think I just think that it's not even particularly good. It doesn't make me feel anything. It's a train just, wreck, and you can't keep your eyes off. Yeah, I just watch exactly. it, and I will say, you know, even if this gets voted out, I want to shout out Doctor Now. I think that he is one of the funniest. Yes. He's one of the funniest personalities. I'm a big fan of Doctor Now. If you keep eating, you're gonna kill yourself. Yeah, he's so blunt and so like like non-loving towards these people. He just straight up is like. Your mother doesn't love you. She's an enabler. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that's great. And he'll just like, he'll be like, yeah, doctor, now I tried really hard. And he's like, well, then why'd you eat like fast food seven times in a row? Like he just really comes in hard. And that gives me a (laughs) lot of. You gained 30 pounds. Guys, all right. You don't want to lose any weight. For for time's sake, all right. We're just going to go with this. All right. My 600 pound life is a phenomenal show. Doctor now steals the show consistently. It is a train wreck. You can't stop watching. But we are three dudes, right? The Bachelor and the Bachelorette, just go on Twitter on any Monday night during the season, and it's the number one trending thing oh, every yeah. single week. There is literally no shot of the Bachelor losing to my 600-pound life. It's Once again, it's a blowout. It's a runaway. We don't even have to talk I, about I, it. I, I agree. I like. I feel like the round would just be us saying, like, hey, 600-pound life's not going to win – but we love it. <laughs> oh, absolutely. It's a fantastic show. Once again, as far as the bracket goes, drew, drew a very bad matchup. Mm, but I with agree. that being said, my 600-pound life, phenomenal. Dude, my wife doesn't even like The Bachelor, and she still watches it just so she yeah. can talk to her friends about it. So I've definitely seen that, a fair – that popular. I've seen a fair amount of um, Bachelor and Bachelorette, and it's definitely going to be um, well-documented in our next episode where we're going to be talking about the yeah. second round and beyond. Um, so, guys, I think we have our next matchup here, which, of course, would be the number seven seed American Ninja Warrior versus the number 10 seed Jersey Shore. As people who all grew up about, what, an hour? and Yeah, I could get there in an hour. Not even an hour from Seaside, buddy. It depends on shore traffic, Zach. I mean, you've, you've been on the parkway before. It's, it's like 40 minutes, we, probably. We, we live close to the Jersey Shore, so this one hit yes. the home, and it, it started, I believe, in 2009, uh, 2010, 2009. Our senior year. So Jersey Shore. Yeah, no, it was versus, like 2009, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Jersey Shore versus American Ninja Warrior. Um, who wants to take a bite of this? I'll let Rick I, go first because he's the polar opposite of me. And, Dean, you're going to have to decide this one. Oh. Okay. Okay. All right. So for me, it's not particularly close. Uh, I'm going for American Ninja Warrior. Now, I think American Ninja Warrior is fantastic because it's not just a show that's here. It's a global show. There's shows about it all over the world. Um, 
it's great because I personally, I love competition. I mean, I know you might think it's can be a little repetitive, but um, it's great because the competition is fun. Um, the competitors are fun. They're almost like characters on themselves. Um, it's great too, because now Ninja Warrior gyms are popping up like every day all over the country. Okay? Right. There's a Ninja Warrior gym like 20 minutes from my house. I haven't become a member not because I don't want to because it's really expensive. And I don't have the money, but <laughs> I would love to do it. Um, it seems really fun. I actually went and saw an event there last year with a couple of the people that have been on the show. One of the guys who um, was on the show uh, owns the gym. So it's, it's really good. Um, it's, I think it's great too, though, because um, it also influences a younger generation to exercise and get fit. And people grow up watching the show and wanting to be on the show and compete. Um, it's great too, because there are people in their forties, fifties, uh, women even who underdog or have these great stories to if they complete the course you know it's really inspirational in that sense too um it's big enough is that they actually have almost like a world cup type event every year it's usa versus the world so they'll have uh, this past year it was usa versus europe versus australia and that's i think that's so fun too just because it, it brings not just the country together but it, uh, other countries as well and, and for me i just love it physical life is right in my wheelhouse I think it was really cool, like we said, like season one, season two, when it came out, we're Jersey boys, okay? So we probably think of Jersey Shore a little more fondly ourselves because we're from New Jersey than maybe the rest of the country does. Um, I'm not crazy to, uh, too, though, about the show because, like, I feel like Jersey Shore, the show, gives us a bad rap because that really isn't what a lot of New Jersey is like. Actually, most of the people on that show aren't even from New Jersey, Paulie D's from Rhode Island and, you know, people are from New York and other places. Yeah. So, I mean, even us from New Jersey, we look at people like that when we see them at, at the boardwalk or something as, let's be honest, clowns. Like, they're just, like you don't want to associate yourself with these people. So, um, it, it is kind of trash garbage reality TV. Um, yeah, it was super popular and everybody loved it. But, like, in comparison to the quality of the show, I don't really think it's close. So, I'm going Ninja Warrior. Hmm. Yeah, a lot, a lot for me to think about. Here we go. Let me start off by saying this. All right. I personally don't even see how American Ninja Warrior even qualifies as reality TV. I think when I think of hmm. reality TV, right? Like I want, like I want that sauce. Like, dude, like <laughs> Real Housewives, reality TV, 90 Day Fiance, reality TV, Keeping Up with the Kardashians, reality TV. Catfish, reality TV. Ninja Warrior is more of like a like a almost almost like a sports comp. It's like there's no drama involved. And it's the same mm. thing every time. You could watch an entire season and it's the same people, like uh, great. Like you're super athletic and you're competitive, and there's just these people going on the same course over and over again. It's boring. It's not reality. Like it's a like I don't know. Even like like I'll give it to Survivor. Well, Survivor at least there's drama. There's a lion. Isn't that like? Well, isn't that kind of like what like sports is too though? Like sports is just like like basketball for instance. And I love basketball, but like it's you're just playing like a basketball. I game agree, every day. but like, like I it's put, the same teams every like, year. Right, you know what I mean? Let's let's put it this way. Reality TV is mostly catering towards like the average American, and I would say it leans towards the female demographic. I know for a fact if we were to survey all of our collective girlfriends and wives whether they'd watch Jersey Shore or American Ninja Warrior, personally, I don't even think it would be close. I think mm. everyone would say Jersey Shore. Yeah, but I, I think for this for the scope of this episode, I think that um, you know, as the the quote unquote experts on the panel, I think that uh, Zach, while I agree with that, I think that 
Um, I, I don't necessarily know if that matters so much. Okay. Yeah, because well, if that's me, the criteria, me, then The Bachelor, let's just give it the win, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. you were let just talking continue. about how you go on Twitter and like it's let, like while everyone's talking continue. about Let me continue. Let me yeah. continue. All right. Jersey Shore, cultural phenomenon, regardless whether or not we are from New Jersey or not, it literally like set the groundwork for like messy, crazy reality TV. Like the first three years of Jersey Shore were literally like can't miss TV. You wanted to know what these people were doing. You wanted to know what they were all about. And the crazy part about reality TV, right? It's like most of the time, these people like don't like each other. Like there's usually like some some sort of drama. Like they go through all this shit. But if you watch any of like the last like three to four seasons, like the family reunion, like these people have literally grown to genuinely care about each other, which I personally love. They're involved with everything. Dude, you got to see Mike, the situation Sorrentino. If you've watched the last two seasons, you got to document him going to jail and him (laughs) getting out and what's going on with his life. To me, it swept the nation by storm. It was honestly just so, so entertaining. I mean, dude, if we talk about our vocabulary that we used as a friend group and like as like probably even as a country, like from 2011 to 2014, like how much lingo did we use from Jersey Shore? And you want to talk about the effect you had on a global scale. My parents visited their friends from Chicago and their kids. And this was like, like early 2000, like 11 to 12 couldn't stop talking about how they were so jealous that they were from New Jersey and got to go to Seaside Heights and they want to go on vacation there because they want to see what the Jersey Shore is like. It's a true story. Yeah. So it, it does have more of an impact than you think. Don't mm-hmm. even think about it. I'm just talking about, I, I truly believe like it is a great reality TV show and I'll leave it at that. Yeah. And, and forgive me for sounding like John or actually um, congratulate me for sounding like John, because uh, this is going to sound a lot like something that he would say, but it feels like you really can't tell the story of reality TV without mentioning the Jersey Shore. Um, Zach, as someone that I have personally lived out of state, um, actually during the years that Jersey Shore was at its height, yes. I lived in Rhode Island where Paulie D is from. And um, yeah, a lot of people that would ask me, hey, where are you from, New Jersey? I would, Yeah, they'd be like, what part? I would say central. They're like, uh, they would give me a blank look and be like, how far away from Seaside? I'm like, God damn it. So it, it is very um, culturally broad. Now, Rick, I will say you got a little bit gypped here because I haven't seen a lot of American Ninja Warrior. I do agree that it is um, very sports-esque, which actually I, I would like. Um, it's definitely something I'm going to have to go back to. And this may be a really, really stupid reason. But the reason why I never got into it is because it reminds me a lot of Most Extreme Elimination Challenge, which is one of my favorite shows ever. And I would almost rather it be like funny rather than this um, serious competition that it obviously is. I'm sure it's a great show. It's there's actually of- quite a... There's quite a bit of humor, so give it a chance. But Yeah, I'm, this is I'm definitely upset. one. If we had to revisit this next year, which, I mean, we're getting a lot of plays on these episodes, so we probably will revisit next year. I think maybe um, next year when they have some senior guards, I think that they might make a, a deeper run. So, um, you know, it's definitely one that I'm going to okay. earmark and well, definitely going to go back a lot. I think because it is a show that I think is even now still steadily growing in popularity. So, yeah, mm-hmm. maybe maybe the 2021 bracket, it'll, it'll do better in. I was gonna say though, it's true though. What's I that think, next matchup we got? I think that though, just like the, just to wrap up, you can't tell the story of reality TV from 2010 to 2020 without Jersey Shore. Yeah, I agree. 
All right, guys. Uh, I think we are finally on to our final round one matchup. And that, of course, would be The Voice versus The Amazing Race. Now, Rick, um, I believe you're an Amazing Race fan. I'm not really too sure about that. But um, let me just say I have seen um, some of The Voice and uh, I really I really like it. I think it's unique. I think it took the next step that American Idol um, kind of was lacking where they, they leave these people kind of on an island. Um, I really like the incorporation of having these um, judges and of course you could vote and save people and then judges could save people. It's pretty cool. I haven't seen a whole lot of it. I'm, I'm sure you could tell by the way that I'm talking. Um, so I'm, I'm going to be on the fence on this one as well. So I'll, I'll leave it up to our guest and uh, my co-host. What do you guys think of this? I, I have some opinions about this as well, but if Zach wants to go, I'll have him uh, state his case first. All right. So I don't have strong opinions about either of these. Because fun fact, I've actually watched a lot of both shows. Hmm. Um, the Amazing Race, I not the most like the years I watched Amazing Race were like from two thousand and probably like twelve to fifteen. So I have not watched Amazing Race probably in five years. Hmm. The Voice, I watched at like the first probably four to five seasons of. Um, my parents love the voice. My mom specifically love loves the voice. Um, once again, when I talk about reality TV and the impact it has, like a person, like honestly, like I am a split decision on this one. Way I could be persuaded, heart of hearts. If I had to like pick one, I think. Ugh, it's so hard. I'm, I would probably lean the voice. Do you Do you want me to? Do you want me to talk about it first, and then we'll we'll see your your, your votes. You guys both I'll, seem I'll like. I tell you what, I'm gonna rescind. Uh, like I'm like I'm like fifty one forty nine towards the voice. So <laughs> go ahead and persuade me your way. Okay, well, something that you've talked about in previous rounds, Zach, is about a show being groundbreaking. There really isn't anything groundbreaking about the voice. We've seen American Idol. We've seen X Factor. Yes, I mean, the voice has the idea of like the blind chair turn but a singing competition is not anything we hadn't seen on more than one occasion previous to this. Right. Okay. Um, I think something really hurts the voice is that um, I think the show is more about the judges and really not all that modest. They're more about the judges and the teams and things like that. And one thing, a bone I really have to pick with the show and myself is that um, – could any of you tell me what any of the winners have done since winning the show? Uh, I think that's a really Ooh. shitty job of the show in comparison to something like that. American Idol. Mm -hmm. Yeah, American Idol, you can get 10th place on American Idol and actually like make a career at it. You know what I mean? Like a right. lot of the people who've come and not yeah. even won, but placed have become stars or at least had legitimate singing careers. The voice, I think the first year or two was really cool because, you know, it had the chair turn. And like people like the knockout round where they're singing in a boxing ring. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a twist on something we have already seen before. The Amazing Race, there is zero. There is no show that is a race around the freaking world mm. like The Amazing Race. You have not seen anything like it before. You've not seen anything like it since. It's really fun, too, because you actually get to see different places around the world. They compete in competitions that are tailored to that specific country. Yes, if you want to get a little cheesy, there's even an educational aspect to it, which can be pretty cool. But it's almost like going on like a virtual tour around the world while also having the drama like Zach talks about and likes. It has that sauce because there are couples that are on it <laughs> who are bitching and dreaming at each other. 
you know, the woman like oh, yells, I can't do this competition. And the guy's like, yes, you can, honey, you can do it. And the guy, and the woman's <laughs> like, no, I can't. And he's like, all right, go fuck yourself. Like, fine, you can't do it. Like, whatever. So it, it has the sauce. It, it has competition, which I love. I love competition. Um, you know, you do have a rooting interest. You do grow close uh, in, in, in your fandom for certain teams or players. So uh, The Amazing Race, it has admittedly slowed down a little bit in its latter seasons. Um, but throughout the course of the entire decade, it, it's a fantastic show. So I'm, I know people voice uh, popular, but that doesn't necessarily make it a better show. So hmm. I'm giving a big vote towards Amazing Race. You know, that's a, that's a really strong take there. Um, Rick, I, I kind of figured that this show would be up your alley. Um, I, I didn't know that you, that you really did like it um, so passionately. Um, th- that is pretty interesting. The only thing I would say is have they added any new wrinkles in this decade? Because hasn't this show been on for a really long time as well? Or maybe not new wrinkles, but has it been as I wanna good? I want to say... Yes, yes, I think it has been as good. Um, okay. You know, they're always going to different places. They are. They do add new wrinkles. They actually had one wrinkle in a recent season um, that they hadn't done before where um, the teams that were competing uh, were made up of strangers. They huh. would just be people they had never met before. Um, there was also a celebrity season that they had. Um, wow. Boston Rob and Amber actually just tied no to Survivor were on the show. They didn't win, but I think <laughs> they got second place. Yeah, so they're like – they're like the reality TV goats. Yeah, wow. Um, but yeah, I think they got like second place. Um, there was a season, uh, NBA, NBA superstar Sean Marion was on with one of his uh, former NBA teammates of a lesser name. So he was on there and that was really cool. Wow. Um, so yeah, they, they definitely add new wrinkles. They add um, uh, different uh, twists to both the game and like the contestants. So mm-hmm. they do try to keep it fresh. Yeah. That's really cool. Honestly, uh, Rick, you, you did a great job of uh, swaying. I think that just for just for the fun of the show, I'm going to stick with the voice. Uh, I'll, we'll let our our guest uh, be the swing on this one. Hey, I want to I want to leave it up to that's Zach. That's what he's here for. That's <laughs> what he's here for. I can't wait. Amen. Yo, Rick, I apologize, but after the rated podcast, that boys did some research. I'm going to assume that Rick Tuba has some nostalgia factor because. Amazing Race has been on since 2001. So because we're going, once again, just like my argument against Survivor, uh, I'm looking for the last decade. I watched The Amazing Race at the beginning of the decade. I personally couldn't tell you that it was still on. I literally had no idea that it was still going on. The Mm -hmm. voice is newer. It's been going on for at least the last four to five years. So for the – I know you said it's not innovative, but to me, it felt a little bit better. Um, a little bit newer, a little bit fresher than American Idol. I know you said it's mostly about the judges, but once again, reality TV show, they got to have some sort of like drama. And, uh, for that reason, I'm going the voice. Ooh, well that, that was a, you know what, even though the number two seed survives, that felt like an upset, but guys, this was a ton of fun. Um, of course, you know, I want to. I feel like Rocky and Rocky won. <laughs> I, w- I want to give a very special uh, thank you to Zach, uh, as always. Um, you know, you can find more about him on the Winning Ticket Podcast, which I am also uh, a member of. And Zach is actually second-time guest, and we will have him on our next episode as well to get through um, the final round in this region. And, guys, I'm just going to read you off the matchups really quickly in that second round episode that you will not want to miss. And that would be the number one seed versus the number nine seed. That's America's Got Talent versus Shark Tank. We have Keeping Up with the Kardashians versus Survivor. We have Real Housewives 
versus The Bachelor slash Bachelorette. And then we have Jersey Shore versus The Voice. So, Rick, do you want to say anything to the people? Nothing other than stay tuned for the second half of this region. It's going to be fun. I'm sure there's going to be some upsets, some prizes. It's going to be super fun. It'll be released right after this round is released, too. So, as always, guys, hang with your bros. Watch those shows. I fucked up the end. But <laughs> just I blew it. I blew it. <laughs> no, you're good. <laughs> uh, I don't remember what it was. Uh, hang with your bros. Watch your show. Hang, 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 hang with your bros. Love your hoes. Hang with your bros. Love watch your hoes. And as always, watch those shows. I'll, I'll leave them just pull out there.